hit record and welcome back to zombie squad cast and this episode joining me is denise joiner and denise is a fellow towson grad that's correct right yeah i was i didn't graduate from there but i did attend there um, okay. i left there in 81 so it was a good while ago okay and uh, i also see that uh, are you a vet are you still in the military i was i was um, that was probably more than 30 years ago i was okay. in the military for a while i was an or tech um, or okay yeah yeah operating room i see yes wow okay okay and uh studied television at baltimore city public access i see and right and all sorts of credentials here so uh denise and myself we were connected through a number of fellow filmmakers, act, actors and actresses, um, entertainment professionals of some sort. And uh, so, Denise, if you don't mind introducing yourself, tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, I would say, to sum it all up for me, I'm, I'm just someone who wants to help other people in a positive way through the means of entertainment. Uh, to make lives better in some kind of way, to make a positive impact. And I do that through the means of entertainment. I do that through the means of uh, doing workshops. Uh, I do strategic planning. Um, I teach acting classes, different things like that. So if it can help to make some light, somebody's life better, whether it's through making them laugh, uh, bringing some important information or whatever, that's pretty much who I am and what I do. Awesome. Yeah, I think for most of us, uh, I mean, you, you have a few actors or filmmakers that are that are in it for the wrong reason, you know, fueling their own ego, um, producers that want to work their way up to a higher position to maybe take advantage of, of others. But myself, I have a passion of wanting to make, you know, inspirational, action-packed, emotional product whether it be film mm. tv music videos what have you you know things that just uh maybe not even narrative but just something that invokes an emotion to inspire others absolutely right you know we're on the same page with just wanting to inspire and and you know reach an audience not just in a money-making way of course I, of course i'm blessed to be at a stage in life you know before the quarantine that I was able to do what I love and make a buck or two from it. Okay. You know? And of course, you know, I want to be able to make ends meet by, by doing of it. Of course. But at, but at the same time, I want to enjoy it and I want it to be impactful and meaningful as well as, uh, you know, support the family and pay the bills sort of, of mindset, course. mindset as well. Of course. Um, <clears throat> that's awesome. So how would you say how would you say you've been impacted by our current state of affairs? Are you currently in South Carolina? I am. Okay. So I'm in, I'm in the Columbia area of uh, South Carolina. Okay. So how would you say right now that your, uh, your aspirations and your entrepreneurial efforts, your, 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 your productions and you have been impacted, you know, within the last, what's it been a month and a half now? Uh, I would say that the impact has been steady. I have to say it's, it's been steady, even though I've not been able to, to get out and physically do some of the shoots that I used to do. You know, when you're a solopreneur, you wear all of the hats, you do all of it. But so it's, it hasn't been that. However, I do a lot of promotional video campaigns. 
-hmm. And many of those kind of things I can do from my home. And I work with a realtor um, who is a client. And a lot of those things I can, I, I pick up the phone and say, okay, this is what I need you to do. She sends me whatever it is I need and I, you know, continue on that way. Um, I have another client that's an environmentalist. Um, and so that for me has been steady, I, I have to say, uh, on the business side of things. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, on this show, we discussed it an, a number of times how it's unfortunate that we are quarantined and that we're sheltered in place and we can't physically, personally interact with others but i think we're blessed that it's 2020 and we have so much online streaming this and online you know reaching out to that and zoom and google hangouts and facetime and i mean even texting emails and very true. Uh, very true even just simply texting pictures you know like we did 10 15 years ago and right. i'm in the, i'm in the middle of a thunder and lightning storm i don't know if you can tell ah, but okay we, we had that yesterday yeah so. <laughs> But, um, you know, we still have thunder and lightning storms and, and, and we can, so when it comes to that, we can just remember, well, you know, a year ago, six months ago, if this was going on, we'd be staying inside, staring out the window, watching the lightning and the thunder mm-hmm. and, being, and being excited about that. So we still have, you know, those small little instances, but with today's technology, the video games and playing video games with friends online even on a tablet, if not on a big Xbox, PS4, doing, so it's, you mentioned that you're also a podcaster and an interviewer, and we have this technology where we can just simply jump on this app, whether it be Zoom or Hangouts, whatever, and still reach out and still produce content, share thoughts, share ideas, and inspire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I'm I'm not exactly a podcaster, but I do have an online television station. Uh, I publish an online magazine. Right, right. And so with the magazine, I, right now it's on hold. I, I've had it on hold for probably a couple of years now because being an, a solopreneur, I had to kind of make a choice um, of what was important at the time and, and other things were important at the time. But um, as a publisher, yeah. Same thing, like you're you're talking about uh, the podcast, definitely putting that information out. With the online station, uh, what I'm excited about, putting that information out, getting that information, I can broadcast or uh, publish my, my clients' uh, videos and different things like that on there as well. Um, technology, like anything else, has its pros and cons. Mm-hmm. And if used wisely, it can be a great asset. Of course, absolutely. And I think for the most part, it's, it's unique for me to see the, the commercials that are coming out now. And hmm. I, I don't have, you know, the basic cable or the premium cable, but I have the streaming packages, say Hulu, Netflix, mm-hmm. Prime. Mm-hmm. And so with Hulu, there's still advertisements. And you see, right, a, right. You see a lot more of... Uh, these companies utilizing social, social the the what we used to call social branding media, as their main source of media now, and they're yeah, and then and and some some critics might say, oh, they're exploiting the crisis to to further their brand, but at the same time, it's kind of inspiring to see you know videos of people still holding on to each other the best mm-hmm. they can, you know, even mm-hmm. if there is the sheet of glass or there is this plastic sheet, 
you know, blocking them. They have to cover with masks, face masks, gloves, pl- uh, the whole plastic gown, the whole bio gown. Mm-hmm. And they're still able to interact one way or another. And there's still this hope that, you know, uh, I've mentioned before that going outside and seeing my neighbors, I might not have waved at them before, but now everyone's waving. There you go. Even if it's across the street. Uh, yeah. When I was jogging, before when I would be jogging down the street, I had my headphones on, it's kind of tunnel vision uh, with, the horse, with the horse blinders on. But now if I see someone and I'm jogging by, it's like waving at everybody, waving at all the neighbors in their yards, they're waving back. And, yeah. And so, yeah. And I when you, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead, you go ahead. No, when you talk about impact, uh, how it has an impact you, business-wise, I explained how it impacted, has impacted me, but on a social level and on a personal level, just like you just got finished saying, you know, you're, you're more sensitive to your neighbors. You're more aware of who they are. Um, making phone calls that I would not maybe have made Mm -hmm. to friends, uh, uh, checking on family members to see how they're doing, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Eating more healthy. I was eating healthy before, but being even more, uh, attentive, to what I eat and how I eat, health-wise, those kind of things. Sure. Um, uh, even on a spiritual, I'm a spiritual person. You know, I, I, I'm one of those Christians. I believe in Jesus Christ and all of that. It's drawn me closer yeah. to to Him and to prayer. And you know, I've, I got kind of got away from that. So it it was a reconnection spiritually for me. Um, so uh, the impact has its pros and cons. And I think one of the hardest things for people to do is to to live in the now. Okay. We we live we we tend to live either in the future, uh, in the present, planning, trying to see what's going to happen, plan it out, you know, all these kind of things, or we live in the past. We we're, we're stuck back there somewhere instead of enjoying the moment. What's happening right now? It's 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 kind of a hard thing to do. Especially when you're an entrepreneur, you have that entrepreneur type mindset. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, you know, like I mentioned before, me and the wife were blessed to bring home a baby boy March 4th or 5th. Yeah, March 4th or 5th, we, we brought him home for the hospital. He was born February 29th. So he's a lead baby. And, you know, a day or two later, it was the quarantine. It was the stay inside, mm-hmm. shelter in place type of lifestyle. And so some people are just getting trapped in their own heads and, and, and they're struggling to you know, deal with the cabin fever. They're struggling to uh, start. Some people might be cracking up. Some people might be, what else is there to do, but just drink and watch TV. But me and the wife are so blessed that we have this newborn baby that we're, it's like you said, we're living in the now we're living in the now with the kid. And we were right in front of this kid's face this whole time. Um, I'm still in the National Guard. I've been, oh, ble- okay. I- I've been blessed that the whole National Guard, the whole DC National Guard has not been called up on a mandatory basis. Yeah. There, were a couple yeah, of small, sure. there were a couple of small little missions where they asked for volunteers. And I said, you know, I've got this one month, I've got this two week old, this three week old, this one month old. Uh, if you tell me it's mandatory, I'll do it. But if it's voluntarily, if it's voluntary, I'll have to pass because I want to, I got to stay with the kids, stay with the wife. Because if I did go, then understandably the wife said, Hey, I'm going to grab the kid, grab some stuff. We're going to go to my parents because God knows what I might get exposed to. 
So I have all these different uh, factors and elements that, that are going into, going, going into effect. But yeah. so I, 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 I chose to, I chose to stay home with the kid and the kid, the kid's starting to laugh and giggle. And I'm seeing all these little subtle moments that mm-hmm. even if there wasn't a quarantine, him, he being a two week old to a one month old is probably not going to go outside that much. I might be gone at work. I would come home. The wife might be gone at work. Right. She would come home. We right. would might be doing daycare. There might be these small little moments we'd miss, but it's like we're actually absorbing every second of every moment of this kid's mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he was mm-hmm. five, if he was 10, if he was a high schooler, that might be different, you know, mm-hmm. but we're able to really uh, uh, mold this kid and, 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 and um, teach him and stuff like that. Children can, children are one of, one of the things, and I'm not calling it kid things, but mm-hmm. one of the things that can, that really help a person to be in the moment, children. I mean, they're always in the moment. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're not out there somewhere. They're not back there somewhere. They're, I need my diaper changed right now. Sure. I want something to eat right now. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're always in the moment and they put you in a place where you have to be in the moment with them. I, um, I have three adult children and I raised two special needs children and they kept me in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to plan for the future. That's just the wise thing to do. You have to plan for the future. You have to learn from your past, but especially when when you're raising special needs children you have to be right there you know because the needs are are four or more times greater than a a child that don't don't have particular needs Mm -hmm. you know so your your little kid um is a blessing to you guys for sure because he's helping you to stay in a moment yeah i mean going back to what i going back to what we were talking about living in the moment time flies when you're having fun and time flies. And so even time flies when you're living in the moment, this whole quarantine, the next thing we know it's April 13th and the kid's almost going to be seven weeks old. Mm -hmm. There are people who are like, when is this thing going to end? And sometimes me and the wife might say that, but then the next, but, but like you said, every two hours and 45 minutes, this kid needs a diaper change and a bottle switch. And then you got to switch. And then the next thing, you know, you know, I'll wake up at maybe, 10 i stay up late with the kid and and i let the wife go to bed early and i'll do a bunch of feedings in the middle of the night i might be working on some projects and so then she lets me sleep and she gets up early she takes the kid in the morning the next thing we know it's 9 p.m and because it's just diaper change bottle Mm -hmm. cuddle he might fall asleep or he might want to do some steam time in this little play thing or tummy time to work out his body and then we might watch some episodes of something on Netflix. And the next thing you know, it's nighttime. And then it's the next day. And then it's the next day. Next thing we know, it's going to be June. And the whole quarantine thing might be over. Mm-hmm. It's summertime. The, the, the grandparents can come over. We, me and the wife can maybe take a, a weekend vacation. Next thing yeah. you know, it's going to be over. We're blessed to have that. You are. Yeah. You really are. Because it teaches you patience. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, uh, what, I, I know with, with, my, with special needs children, they're, like I said, they're adults now, but raising them, I don't know if I would have the patience that I have today had I not raised them. They taught me pace. They taught me more than I taught them. Mm-hmm. They taught me um, how, how to love in a different kind of way. They taught me appreciation. They taught me gratitude. You know, they taught me patience. Your little kid 
is probably teaching you guys lessons that you don't even realize and you may not realize until later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a joke when we first brought the baby boy home, I had a bunch of rubber gloves from, um, f for whatever other reasons, I had three boxes of rubber gloves. And so I started, I was using those to change his diapers. And the wife's like, you know, you have to get your hands dirty. And I'm, and I'm like, I don't, I have all these rubber gloves. And so it still, it was important. <laughs> it was still, it was important to me because we, he had a, for, uh, we had a bris for his circumcision. And so that was an extra need for the rubber gloves. And I had to like medicate this and then put diaper rest here. But once all that was done, it was just like, I ended up getting into the habit, not even bothering with the rubber gloves anymore. Cause mm. I start, you start to become a semi pseudo expert with diaper changing and dealing with the poo and the pee. And like you said, you learn, you, you, you learn to do this, that, and the other thing and not, and have patience and not even realizing you're getting, you're, you're, you're developing talents that you never thought I never, who, who would have thought 10 years ago, I'd have a talent for changing diapers there and you wiping, go. wiping poop off and, 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 you know, disinfecting areas and just doing it barehanded, like, Oh, then wash your hands real quick. And then hand sanitizer real quick. And, you know, it's these little things that you can yeah. tack on. And I, and, and, and maybe, you know, be, for you, the military, and being a parent helped with being an entrepreneur. And I think with me being an entrepreneur, being, you know, being a freelancer and the grind and the hustle of every, every day is different and packing in 10 different things in a day mm -hmm. has helped me. Cause the wife is like, I can't believe you're going for uh, five to six hours of sleep a night. I can't believe. Mm. Well, thank you so much because she, this I, is, this is just yeah. preparing you for, for whatever's next and then for in your life, next. you yeah. know, for, for whatever level, you know, it takes you to a higher level. When, when I was taking care of my, my children and you know, they were in a house, I'm a mother, my husband, by that time, my husband was military. He was doing, he did four tours in Iraq. So it was just me and the children. So I'm taking care of them. And at the same time, um, I'm trying to keep a cap on who I am without losing myself, losing who I am, the essence of who I am. So I'm doing videography, I'm writing books, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And at the same time, okay, you got to jump up, you got to cook dinner, you got to cook lunch, you got to make sure, you got to go out to the, to, the, to the bus to make sure that they get off the bus, okay? You got, you know, so all of these different hats, as you said, prepared me for a higher level to do what it is that I'm doing now. And the same thing with you, you know, more than likely you probably wouldn't be wearing all these hats had it not been for, for this. You're mm -hmm. learning how to do this and you're learning this, that, and the other. It's going to translate to something on a higher level level once this is all over for you and your family. It right. won't go to waste. Yeah, no, and, 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 and being you know, used to um, maybe a military deployment, I deployed once and seeing these seeing these pockets of time to take advantage of downtime here or downtime there taking on a, a small little extra project when i was when i was in kuwait we ran a jail but there was mm. so much but there was so much downtime that i prepped so much civilian work as i called it and and it was it was passion projects and it was mm. pro it was projects wow. that i just kickstarted the second you know uh we got uh, i guess technically discharged from the active orders 
uh, us being National Guard. But once we, once we got back to the States and we were off active orders and we we're back on end day status, it was like full time was kicking these projects that I had outlined or scheduled mm, yeah. or did breakdowns for. Right. Start kicking right, that in. Right. All, these, all these connections that I made on social media over there. And now, so I'm kind of lucky in the sense where now I have all that downtime again. I have even more downtime. It's 24 seven downtime. There's a kid that I got to feed and bathe and change diapers and spend time with and then passion projects. And there's stuff that I shot before the quarantine that now I'm editing and now I'm putting right. final touches on it. I'm going to schedule and release and that. And, and then there's scripts that I'm just going to start knocking out. And there's, you know, different outlines of breakdowns that I'm going to put together. And, mm -hmm. and so, like you said, having done that in the past has prepared me and given me a sort of mindset, like I can do that here. It's different. Cause I have a kid. I'm, I, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not a sergeant. Right. A bunch of privates and specialists. Right. I right. only have one kid, mm -hmm. but yeah. Uh, like you said, you know, like previous experiences give you that, that switch to where it's, it's about perception. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's how, how you, how you look at a situation, you know, um, I, I pray and I feel for people who are in the situation who are locked in with an abusive situation. You know, that's not a good situation or some type of unfortunate situation where they are locked in. We're fortunate to be locked in a situation where we have freedom. We, we're not being abused. We're not abusing. We're not doing any of those kind of things, but it's in the perception. We can look at this like, oh man, I'm locked in. I can't go anywhere. I can't do this. Can't, can't, can't. Oh, look at, like, look at all of the trees that you can't touch. Uh, that, you know, that, that look at that one tree you can't touch, but all of the trees that you can have kind of yeah. thing, mm -hmm. you know, so looking at it in, in, in terms of hope for one. And I know one of your questions was, what are you, what are you doing as far as what you look at? I look at a lot of, uh, I look at Donna Reed. I think I looked at the whole cat of the whole series. I, I look at Andy Griffith's show. I'm looking at things um, that are family oriented, mm -hmm. uh, things that bring hope. Um, I, I, not saying that I, I, uh, abstain from the news or anything like that. Yeah. I look at the news, but I don't let that feed me too much. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I don't want to, that's not what I want to consume all day long or all the time. So I'm looking at things that are going to change my perception or help my perception of the situation I'm in right now. So it's, it's, it's the perception uh, of how, how you look at the situation that you're in. Are you going to look at it in a negative way? If you look at it in a negative way, guess what? You're going to have a negative outcome. It's going to come out in attitude. It's going to come out in how you treat other people. It's going to come out in your work quality. Mm -hmm. If you treat it as an opportunity for, like you said, uh, doing other type of passion work or doing other kind of things. And you look at it as um, an opportunity to reach out to people that you haven't reached out to before, check on other people, pray, uh, whatever the case may be, that's what the outcome is gonna be. And your mindset will be different. Your, your outlook will be different. Um, the way you treat people will be different. And what comes back to you 
will be totally different than what comes back to people who are negative. And I can, I, I also feel for people who are extroverts. Um, you seem somewhat like an extroverted type person to me because, you know, you're doing this podcast and you get maybe in between that a little bit, but because people who are extroverted and they don't have anybody, too many people in their household, pe extroverted people feed off of other people. Sure. Energy. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what fuels them. Mm -hmm. Introverted person, and I'm, believe it or not, more introverted, but I'm sort of both. People can drain me after a period of time. I, I love being around people yeah. and all of that. But after a while, people begin to drain me and I have to back up and go somewhere. And that's how I get my energy from solitude. But people who are extroverted, this this can be pretty hard for them. Yeah. But again, it's in a perception. What do you do? How do you think? Uh, absolutely. And and going back to military and going back to a lot of you know previous productions that might have been difficult these productions. I always look at the, I always look at the bright side and it's a corny, it's a corny cliche, but always look, but I've always had in the back of my mind, what are the pros? Because if you're going to delve on the cons, you're never going to get anything accomplished. You're never going to, you have to delve, you have to look at the cons and try to work on them, of course. But um, there was one time, uh, let's say uh, there was, there was one drill that originally was scheduled a three-day drill and no one ever told me it was changed to a two-day drill. Mm -hmm. So on the, on what I thought was the first day of drill, I went to this place, I was saying text, where is everybody? And they said, Oh, drill was changed. <laughs> and they were all apologizing. I'm like, Oh, don't apologize. I've got a day off. And they're like, like, wow, Sergeant Nelson's always, always on the bright side of life. Right. And then, you know, there's this criticism in the national guard, you know, drill sucks. You know, they always say that we're going to do all this different kind of training, this, this drill and that drill, and we never do. And we're always just sitting around, and they, and they can't get their head out of their butt to figure out, you know, what are we going to do? And I'm like, you're getting paid to just chill out. Just play on your phone. You should have, brought, you should have known better. You bring your laptop. Most drills, if we're sitting around still trying to figure out when we're going to start a training class or something, I'm on my laptop, work, uh, 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 locking in freelance gigs or I'm working on a side go. project and uh, um, someone, you know, one of the, one of the guys, one of the higher ranking than me uh, was saying, you know, I could be at my other job getting paid way more money. And I said, aren't you on disability? You being here, you're still getting paid way more than we are through a military disability, just showing up for drill to get your retirement to check boxes because you only have a year and a half left and then you retire, mm -hmm. but you're not getting paid for the drill. You're getting paid on disability to just chill out. Mm -hmm. So just you're, mm -hmm. you're actually mm -hmm. getting your, and, and he's actually through disability getting paid than other ranks of his, like eat, suck it up, like not suck it up, but eat it up. Yeah. You know? And, and not just, not just suck it up, but eat it up grab your laptop and just watch movies and get paid twice as much as other uh, uh, senior enlisted in your pay grade because mm -hmm. getting twice as much as they are because you have, because you have this kind of pay and not that kind of pay. And, 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 and so, it's all legal. And it's all legal. <laughs> and so it's like these little things to where like, well, what's the upside? The, the upside is, you know, I'm not bus. I'm I'm not breaking my back on AV gigs, you know, putting up lights and putting up speakers. I'm, um, 
I saved money and, and, and the wife has saved money and the wife is on maternity leave to that. We're doing okay. And I'm face to face with my kid 24 seven and the, and the kid's starting to giggle and laugh. And he's, when he looks at us, you could, I can even tell that he recognizes me as dad mm, and he rec- and he's starting to recognize, he's starting to recognize me as dad and recognize my wife as mom. Mm-hmm. And it's just, look at the bright side. And, and again, you and I, we're lucky enough to where we have these works in progress that actually with all this downtime, we can, mm-hmm. we could just make that our full-time job. Now we have yeah. no other choice. Yeah. So yeah. it's, so it's like my full-time job now is editing these two little passion projects or, and, and then, a, and then a documentary and a short film. And then my, then after that, my full-time job is going to be to finish these two feature length scripts and then maybe some shorts and then see what happens there. Because once mm-hmm. the flood, once the floodgates open and once the quarantine is lifted, it's like, all right, start working on the third seasons of what I edited and, mm-hmm. and start producing the scripts. I just finished. Mm-hmm. I, I got these scripts. We can, we can produce them now. Right. Let's, let's rock. Right. As right. Right. To, nope, right. I still, pro- I still procrastinated on it. Yeah. Mhm mhm and and I think one one of the um challenges is going to be like you, you've created a mode for yourself um I'm cre- I've created a mode for myself of doing things but the things that we're learning in this process of time once this quarantine is lifted do we go back to the old way of doing things again or do we take the things that we've learned and apply them then um, not uh, getting caught up in the, in the rat race again, not, you know, doing all of these other things, busy work without effective work, because right now we're, we're learning to do effective work rather than just busy work, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, so once all of this is up, it, it, be, it would be easy to get back into doing a bunch of busy work rather than effective work. So I think part of the challenge is going to be taking what we learn now and applying it after, after, in the aftermath. Sure. Yeah. I mean, individually, we will, you know, this is an opportunity to sit back and realize what we were able to accomplish in this downtime. Lessons learned, procrastination and avoiding procrastination and avoiding, avoiding wasted time. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and w- so now, like you, going back to what you said about patience, this is an opportunity to have, you know, trained ourselves in patience, learning patience. And keeping that kind of patient mindset, yeah. When when then, every all the luxuries and mm-hmm. and freedoms mm-hmm. we get back. That's actually the real fight. Yeah, that's actually the real fight because during this time and all of the things that we've talked about, the real jewel or treasure has been self introspection. Okay. You know what yeah. is it? What is it about me? Um, what what is it do I need to change or repent change of mind of mm-hmm. you know what do I need to do differently what is it about me you know and and finding those things um, uh, uh, with the whole patience insecurities all these different things like that uh, and then once it's lifted the real challenge and the real fight and I would say daily possibly daily fight for some is going to be not reverting back but holding on to those jewels. You know, if you have a, a, a find a, a jewel or a ruby that big, you're not gonna be quick to let go. 
you know, if you have it and something changes and you say, okay, go out there, you're going to be holding on to this while you're out there. Exactly. You know, and, and this is the jewel, the jewel that we, we're receiving right now, the yeah. self-introspection, what we're mm -hmm. learning. Yeah. And, and maybe a stronger bond with those that you live with, those loved ones. Maybe you might communicate with people differently. I had a, I had a Zoom Easter. I had, I had Easter, mm, okay, I had Easter, nice. I had Easter on Zoom um, yesterday with just about the same amount of people that would have showed up in person. And our conversations were a little bit different and we were more engaged with each other instead of mm. maybe if we got together, we would just sit in front of the TV and watch a football, yeah. a football yeah. game or something yeah. or what, or a, maybe it's a basketball game for this, for this season. But, you know, or, or, just kind of like talking, you know, a lot of times when family gets together, there's always the two cousins that just hang out the whole time and, and they only talk to each other. And then, mm. and then the, older, the older women might be talking to each other in another corner of the room. And then the, and then the older men are just sitting at a table drinking, not talking to each other. But this time, everybody was engaged. It was one big window with 17 little windows and everybody was talking and had to be engaged with each other. And that's yeah. how, you know, when when people are leaving their house and getting together in person, they might keep that mindset and they might mm -hmm. keep that engaged, engaged kind of interaction, but in person. In person. Yeah. Right. And so, right. yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. It's, it'll be different for different people. Some people may retain some of that online kind of mm -hmm. thing and some may have the, the um, in person, but like you said, the key is keeping it. Yeah keeping it, remembering that it's mm -hmm. like, and going back to the military, I lost so much weight and I was in the best shape. And I enlisted when I was 31. And when I got home from basic and MP school, I might've been 175 shredded. I looked like Rambo from Rambo two, you know, two and a half percent body fat. And I think in a month, and I went back to my usual 10 to 50%. Because Don't I feel did, too bad. You're not alone. Yeah, yeah. But right after MP school, I, I, gradu I, graduated MP, I graduated MP school October of 2011. And by Christmas, I was back to my usual, you know, kind of soft self. It's a fight. I'm telling you. That's, but, that is the fight. And, that, and, and, and that's all. Yeah, right. That's the fight to hold on to, okay, I've found this jewel, but I didn't hold on to it. And then when I went to Kuwait, lost a whole bunch of weight, got shredded, was in the gym all the time, came back to the States, did a road trip with buddies of mine, beach, beach bars, beers, and babes, and, it, and <laughs> gained all that beer weight back. And it's like, I lost the jewel again. I, and, and, I, and I keep losing it. And I haven't learned from the first time or the second time or the third time. And you're so, not alone. You're not alone. Well, you're right. It's, it's about... It, it's, that is the fight, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. I... Um, I was diagnosed with depression probably about 10 years ago or so. And I was on medication for a long, long time. I just took myself off of medication about two years ago. Um, and I'm, I, I took myself off, but what I'm trying to say is being on depression, being um, diagnosed with major depression, uh, you, you, you learn to fight every day. You know, and, and even now, if I feel myself trying to or slipping into depression, I have to remember one, first, that, first thing I asked myself, because when I was in the hospitals, um, 
one of the things that I learned is that depression is anger turned inward. Right. And so if, if, if I'm, if I'm depressed about something, the first thing I ask myself is what am I really angry about? Mm -hmm. Who am I angry at? And I, then I have to deal with that. I can't be passive about it. I don't want to be aggressive about it. I definitely don't want to be passive aggressive about it, but I must be assertive and I have to deal with that issue. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I, and I had to learn to do that until it became normal, my normal. Um, and, and, and that was uh, a wedge in the depression, you know? And so, um, when when you when you're when you di- have to deal with depression you you have to learn to fight every single day you know and 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 this what we're talking about is worth fighting for is it worth fighting for is my peace of mind worth fighting for yes it's worth fighting for is that joy is that patience is that uh confidence is that worth fighting for is living in the moment is that worth fighting for yes it's worth fighting for so i have to fight for it every day and i have to be in a conscious mindset that this is what i'm going to do absolutely yeah and sometimes and and sometimes complacency so you find one way to hold on to that jewel to fight you find one way and you think that's the only way, but as things progress, that one way might not work anymore, or that one, or that one way needs a second tool, a second way, two ways, three ways to to be to to compound on each other to help to help fight and to hold on to that jewel. And 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 I think a lot of times people get stuck in that just that one way. Mm. And maybe it's when so it's so true. That's and, so true. And maybe when this, because there's a number of different, you know, there's a number of different ways to get down the street. It's not so, oh, they blocked off the road. Yeah, man, well, take a right and then a left and then a left and then a right. That's, that's how you work, you know? And, and a lot of people are like, oh, there's a roadblock. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, you, can, you can walk and you could just take trails. You know, there's, and, and, and that's a terrible analogy, but. But, I understand what you're saying. But there's, but there's, there's more than one way to do this, that, and the other thing. And it's not, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people get stuck. A lot of people get stuck in this mindset of, first off, they want, they want to seem like they know what they're talking about. They want to seem like they know what they're doing and they get, mm. and, and there's only one way and it's my way. And that's mm. not, and that's not true. Now, maybe this one way has been working for decades. Also, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. But also, there might be ways to, you know, put fuel injectors into, into it because obviously uh, a webcam, you know, yesterday uh, a family member had a webcam that was, that only produced 360p. And now we have computers that are doing 1080p and everyone's mm. like, is your, is your webcam dirty? The webcam still works. Uh-huh. We, we hear her and we can see her, but it's time for a new webcam. That webcam had to be at least 15 years old. I, I remember buying that for, for <laughs> uh, buying that for the, for that person and hooking and, and helping them set up their thing. Okay. But, but yeah. And I, I think complacency, uh, you know, being a vet, you'll know complacency could get you killed. Oh yes, sir. Someone's going to watch you and, and, and see like they do the same thing. Hey, doing the same thing 
over and over every day at, at two and at four and at six. It works. It works. It gets the job done. It's productive. But complacency can also help the bad guys or help the, de the depression, help the disease, mm -hmm. if you will, slip mm -hmm. in, slip mm -hmm. in and mess it up. So, you know, when the wife says, hey, let's, let's go out for uh, Sunday brunch out of the blue, eh, jump on it. Do it. Right. Because that's going to throw that fuel injector into your life and, and, and be like, man, that was great. Yeah, we gotta yeah. do that more often. Maybe not every Sunday at two, because then it's gonna get boring. Right now, it's now it's mundane. But yeah, yeah, that's the one of the, one of the blessings of having a spouse <laughs> is that most of the time we hook up with people who are opposite of us, or excuse me, who are opposite of us, mm -hmm. or uh, I guess that's the word I, I can use: opposite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, they really balance us out. Yeah. You know, uh, my, I'm pretty much the serious one. My husband is the clown. Mm -hmm. We both need each other, you know? So yeah, very, very true. You're right. You're right. Um, my wife, the, I'm talking about the complacency you were talking about because that, that, that's a arrow in the complacency when you have somebody who is opposite of you. And mm -hmm. if, if, if they're spontaneous and you're not, Oh, that's going to shut that complacency down right there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you know, my wife, my wife is very, you know, very much a lady and I'm very much like a, like a, you know, a handy kind of more brutish guy. And so there's a whole bunch of stuff that she does that I love, you know, when she, uh, um, and then there's things like when she has no idea what to do, that's where I can jump in and I can do, the more manly things and she can do right. more womanly things and, and not yeah. to, not to, not to reinforce, you know, old stereotypes and old, you know, old, old set of mind thinking. Uh, but that's kind of like what our relationship is. It is a bit of yeah. an older school relationship. And, but us both still at the same time being progressive, she said, I want to paint the, I want to paint this room today while you're on a podcast. And I said, okay, that's great. And I still helped her out and I would do yeah. like the painter's tape. And then, and then maybe hopefully I go up there and it's painted right. I'm I'm sure, we, <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're still able. We're, we're still progressive enough to where we can kind of do some of each other's jobs. Yeah. But there's there might be some things she can't do. There's some things I can't do, and that adds like that still kind of adds the spark. But if we were yeah, both, if yeah. we were both painters, we wouldn't want to talk to each other about each other's jobs. If we were both, you know, cab drivers, we would not care about each other's jobs but if she yeah. was a, but if she was a nurse and uh i was well okay in real life you know she's a teacher and i'm a and i'm a filmmaker and an actor so we have so much to talk about at the end of the day what'd you do today oh i played this and this that and i and i or or i shot this and you know we were here and this happened what happened with you today oh these kids so this one kid did this and and, and so it's such drastically different stories yeah within the same relationship yeah, the same yeah. household yeah 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 that that definitely helps to put an arrow in complacency yeah yeah especially you, you know you have those different personalities and and you have one like my husband he's a clown and he gets if he gets too over the top i know how to bring him down right you know and and that kind of shoots an arrow and all of that mm -hmm. and he appreciates it you know um and and if with me if i'm a little too serious he knows how to make me laugh he knows how to you know it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. 
And I think, you know, my wife, a lot of times doesn't exactly joke with me the way I joke with her. And so what will really get a good prank out of me is she'll start doing something. And I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? What is going on? And she'll get me riled up. And it's like once in a blue moon and she's like, pranked you. Because like, <laughs> every other day, every other yeah, day, I'm yeah, doing really yeah, stupid, yeah. immature pranks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Prop pranks. I might, I might, you know, set something up to when she opens the door, it falls on her head. And she's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Day. But then yeah. she'll set something up major. And I'm uh -huh. really starting to get into my feelings. And then she's yeah. I'm, I'm just, like, I'm just kidding. Got you back. And it's like the, <sighs> it's like the epic prank of all pranks. And you I'm learn from each other. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You and learn so she, from each other. Yeah. So I've done it, that with my husband as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you, it's like you taking advantage of you always being serious. Yeah. And then, and then using that as a guise to really get a good prank out of somebody. Yeah. 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 It's great. So it's great. So I guess, yeah, you kind of delved into to my third point, which would be uh, a film. What would be a, uh, a film or series of films or even a show, a series, or even a series of books or just one simple book that you've, you've watched, read, ingested that would, you, that would say has impacted you in a positive way, helped you um, deal with the current, current, current state of affairs? Uh, that's on TV or streaming or a book or well, something? Well, like I said, I, I, I'm not watching too many things that are new. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not too much of a fan of the new stuff that's out, to be honest with you. Um, I, I did look at almost the whole entire series of Donna Reed. And I think, okay. uh, you know, that's like from, what, 50s, 60s or something like that. Okay. I actually really, really enjoyed it. It, it helped me to to get grounded again as far as family is concerned. Right. Um, uh, you know, I had some situation happen in the family and my family, um, or my, between me and my husband, um, maybe about, about five years ago, five or six years ago, and I went away for a little while and came back. Things were reconciled and all that, but there was a lot of hurt that was involved there. And so, you, you had this um, kind of cloud that was there. You know, you, you, you're in the same house, you're doing things and all that, and everything's okay, so to speak. But there's still this somewhat this cloud. And what this has done, um, you know, other things happened. I, I, I drew closer to, to God, the, you know, uh, the prayer, all of those kind of things like that. But when I started, since you're mentioning the TV show, I started watching Donna Reed, and it helped me to get grounded again where family is concerned, importance mm -hmm. of family, connection with family, that kind of thing. So I would say, you know, for me, Donna Reed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to check that out. I'm, I don't think I'm even familiar with Donna Reed. I, I Well, I kind of recognize the name, but yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, because... Donna Reed show is called okay. Black and White. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, the last, for me, as far as positivity goes, uh, I've, you know, I've been glued to Pluto TV's 80s Rewind because I guess for all intents and purposes, I am an 80s kid. And, and so the John Hughes movies, uh, Spielberg and Lucas movies. Okay. 
you know, okay. the action adventure stuff, pretty much. So 80s Rewind, I mean, they've got some really, really low budget, corny, terrible sci-fi horror stuff. But they, <laughs> but they do have some of the 80s classics, too. And just seeing, you know, uh, seeing some of the retro styles and always, always aiming for a happy ending. Maybe not some, maybe horror movies kind of go 50-50 on the happy ending. But how these movies are always trying to aim for like that happy emotional uplifting ending you know movies like teen wolf and you know he chose oh, to not, yeah he chose not to be the wolf and he wanted to win the game on his own and they did and they all came the whole school came together and it was just uh you uh, some kind of wonderful where he realized the love of his life was right in front of him and it was his tomboyish friend for his whole childhood and and not the most popular girl in the school, but it was, it, it was his, the love of his life was really his best friend for mm. years. And, and, and these, these little moments that, that uh, are uplifting and positive. And, you know, the eighties kind of maybe wanted to delve a little bit more into, you know, drinking and partying and, and maybe some nudity in the movies, but at the same time, they still were trying to aim for finding the one and, mm-hmm. and friendship and kinship and a happy ending. And I think, yeah. And I think, you know, it, it kind of helps not only to pass the time, but just keep remembering um, that even me personally, I just feel like I've been blessed that I kept persevering. I just kept my eye on the ball as far as filmmaking and the acting and, you know, started to get gigs where I'm on TV and commercials. Mm, that, that congratulations people, on that. Thank you. Uh, you know, shows that people are seeing and I'm getting texts that they might see me in commercials that my wife is still getting still getting texts from her friends. I just saw the commercial again. You know, it's only, and granted, it's only two local, three local regional commercials um, and some TV shows that if people watch, you know, crime shows on ID, they're probably going to see me. But personally, I don't know that many people that watch those crime shows on ID, except for my father-in-law. And he's, well, I just happen to see you again. And, you know, it's, it's little things like that, that, you know, drive you. Mm-hmm. But like I said, but like I was saying, I do feel blessed somehow that I wouldn't say everything just falls in my lap and works out, mm-hmm. but it's, it's it, things, maybe I'm not, ju- maybe I'm just not realizing because it's muscle memory, because it's just, it's just become a natural thing that I just keep plugging away, keep plugging away, keep persevering, mm-hmm. keep, uh, keep moving forward and, and just keep, keep at it the little step-by-step every day, one or two steps towards a bigger goal. And that these things just, for lack of a better, they they just happen to fall in place. Not, I'm, you know, like, obviously I'm not world famous and I'm not like the biggest movie star or the biggest, you know, world famous, biggest, richest filmmaker. But I have been blessed to where I have this, that, and the other thing that are steady enough to where I can achieve I can continue to build and achieve what goals I have. And that's success. Yeah. And that is success. And, and, and I've said it numerous times on this show, you know, if you do what you love, if you do what you love, you don't have to make a billion dollars doing what you love. But if you, but if you make only so much, but you love what you're doing, quality of life and happiness is that second paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's priceless. Right. You yeah. you can't put a price on uh, peace of mind. You know, you can't put a price on that type of happiness or joy. Mm-hmm. There, there's no price you can put on there. There's no m- amount of money anybody can pay you for that. 
That's priceless. Absolutely. Which I guess will lead me to my next point. Uh, For you, what would you say your next agenda, your next goal or set of goals, your next plan, set of plans, but I guess generally your next agenda for the, for the next month or two still, Um, you know, still shut in. Uh, number one, keep doing what I'm doing. Number two, um, work toward expanding financially Mm -hmm. so that I can work even more effectively and not burn myself out. Um, that's pretty much it in a nutshell, that, that, that's pretty much it. Um, uh, uh, I have clients, yes, but I also have personal projects that I do, I want to be able to um, expand the television station. And that, when I say expand, I'm just talking about make it better. Work on, on making it better, fine tuning kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. I, I want to just start fine tuning the things that I'm already doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. If, if you could leave our viewers with one piece of advice, one point to make, even one word, what would that be? Evaluate yourself during this time. Do self-evaluation because that is gonna be key to more than likely everything that we do. Um, and I think I mentioned it earlier, if, if, um, if we don't deal with ourselves now during this time, which is an opportunity, then the, however we respond to this, once it's over, we'll respond out there the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we're negative here, whatever we're practicing right now, we'll practice when this is over. Yeah. So self-examination. If, if, I'm, if I'm already good being in this situation, I want to be better when I leave it. I don't want to be the same when the situation is over. Even if I was all right, I want to be better. Absolutely. So that, that would be the thing. Um, self-evaluation and be honest, you know, about it. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I can't thank you enough for, for joining me. And, uh, is there, Thank you for having me. I yeah, appreciate is, it. So please, by all means, if there's anything you'd like to plug, any socials, any links you want to put out there, what, 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 what is Well, the- if I would plug anything, it would be www.exclusiveentertainment.com. And that exclusive is E-X-C-L-U-S-I-F as in Frank, um, spelled the French way. Exclusiveentertainment.com. That would be it. Great. Well, links below in the description. Check out uh, Denise's... Uh, website. Um, some I'll put some of her socials on here too. And uh, again, Denise, thank you so much for joining me. And thank I'm, you. I had a good time. I'm further inspired. And again, you know, like I said, these these are these are the kind of discussions that I, I'm trying to put out there. The kind of advice and ideas to to inspire, to keep people motivated, to get people to knock out what they need to be knocking out in a positive way while they're stuck in their basement. Yeah. Well, thanks again. And uh, thank you. And thanks everybody for watching. Um, Like, subscribe, share, comment, thumbs up. Um, Ring that bell for notifications and, and check us out next time. Take care.